Okay, well, one year later, are we still ready? As usual. Still going. We may file when ready. Episode of Geek Anthology. I am one year older than I was last year. Neil Cordray. I'm joined this week by Michael. Still the one true Ben. Still Wookie. Yeah. Um, that will never change. And <laughs> admittedly, um, our first episode actually aired on what was it, Michael? August the 28th. August 28th was the episode of Opportunity. Yeah, that sucked. Um, no, like. I'll flat out say I really ought to just delete that episode. It sucked. But, um... <laughs> the first episode. We, we didn't have all a the A lot parties. of pilot episodes suck. But, uh... <laughs> so we're not actually quite one year uh, to the date, but uh, we're going to be talking about just sort of remembrances of the first year of the podcast, because that's kind of... It's kind of a milestone for us. So we talk about episodes that are folks around nostalgia. Is that like nostalgia exception? It's like maybe it's a lot of nostalgia. Um, That's like sixteen walls worth of nostalgia. <laughs> However, uh, before we do that, um, do we will have uh, news this week in geek? Um, I got a shit ton of stuff. Who wants to start? That isn't me. Let's see. We've got new trailers out for the Defenders this week. <coughs> mm-hmm. Um, we've got... I also claim that that's why we're doing this episode this week. <laughs> right? Because <laughs> Defender's Friday! <laughs> so, by the time you see it's this... just orange juice. I don't have any vodka. Yeah, yes. Any... All I'm drinking tonight is orange juice. The one episode... Neil it's just a driver. There's no screw. <laughs> yeah. Either that or it's just a screw and there's no driver. Hard to say. <laughs> well, I prefer Without vodka, you are screwed. <laughs> mm. Sorry, so a new trailer from Defender. Um, by the way, I did do that thing where you go through fa- frame by frame. I am that guy. And it definitely was Madame Gao who blocked uh, Dean's fist. Uh, <laughs> Told ya! <laughs> although, it never actually makes contact. He actually stops, like, an inch from her hand. So it's oh. like the Star Wars Episode One lightsaber duel. Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, let's see what else. Only probably intentional this time. Right. <laughs> <clears throat> um, bit of movie news, not necessarily good, depending on. Well, I know some of it's definitely not good. Some of it's depending on perspective. Tom Cruise got injured on the set of Mission Impossible Six, which is halted production. By We're the making another one. Months. Goodness. Yeah, they keep one. making money. Yeah, they're yeah. gonna stop making them Mission. when they stop making money. And yeah. honestly, they haven't been horrible. Yeah, Mission Impossible Six. It's true. I've been watching them. You know, Cash yeah. Quest. <laughs> And then, and honestly, this last one was probably one of the best ones. Rogue Nation. Yeah. Yeah. I, All I their shit like went it. wrong, so it made it one of the best ones. Right. Uh, and then, um, the uh, stunt Dead. woman for Deadpool two uh, died doing a stunt. Jeez. Which has halted production. They say indefinitely, which is a word they like to use for we don't have a date for right. when we're starting production again. Mm. It's not going to. It's not going to halt the movie. It's not. No, it won't halt the movie. It's. It's more sort of how long do we have to? How long do we have to not work before before uh, right before it becomes disrespect before it's no longer disrespectful. Um, so I ho- I know that's horrible, but that's, <coughs> that's the math. Yeah, exactly. 
Well, also the other thing and they have to look at, uh, and as bad as that sounds, they also have to find a good replacement because she was a double for Domino's Oof. actress. Yeah, yeah. So no, that's they have to they have to have some very. She's a not only a stunt double but a body double. Or yeah, yeah. That'll stunt, not only a stunt person but a stunt double. Yeah, because it, it was a motorcycle stunt with no helmet. Mm. Wow. Because in the movie, Domino won't be wearing a helmet because Domino. Well, yeah, domino probability control. Yeah, when 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 you can stand in a uh, in a building that's collapsing and have no rubble fall on you, you why would you wear a helmet? <laughs> right, makes sense. Um, uh, God, most of the stuff I have is not necessarily good. Disney's at the end of two thousand eighteen going to be ripping all their stuff out of Netflix. Yep. Because they're going to be starting their own streaming. I mean, service. it's kind of inevitable. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll because tell you what: if their streaming service had go, pulls from the vaults, I'll probably be more. I think they said they're planning on having as much of their material as possible, including um, even like older shows and movies. I would. I'd sign up for that. Well, the thing is that yeah. Disney has been. Uh, I, I don't want to say slowly but surely. Let's say steadily, per- just purchasing stuff and yeah. keeping the rights to all and the stuff. And I think it's only things that are strictly up. Disney. I think Netflix is trying to, and yeah. most likely going to be able to keep like Marvel and Star Wars. Well, I think it's going to be one of those phased things, right? Where like uh-huh. you know, for a while you still have the co-branding or whatever, then yeah. eventually just kind of disappears into the ether, and it's but just Disney. I'm, I'm sorry, but if if it has, uh, especially a lot of Disney live action. And also uh, Darkwing Duck. I will, oh yeah, I I will enroll in that shit. Um, the only reason I haven't been watching my Darkwing Duck DVDs is because I don't want to get up and change it every few episodes. <laughs> if I could just stream it, that'd be great. Yeah. Uh, Miley, you got anything? Like I said, I have a whole hell of a lot. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I'm letting everybody else get it out first before I go on a tirade. Well, not really. Um, I think, I mean, you guys pretty much covered it. I don't really have any uh, any geek scoops or anything. Um, I forgot to start the timer for this segment. I suppose uh, it's worth mentioning StarCraft Remastered went live recently. Ooh. So for everyone that's a big StarCraft fan and wants to uh, wants to play, uh, continue continue playing the old schools, it's uh, <coughs> StarCraft and Brewer bundled together, and uh, it's got, like, you know, it's basically way to play like with the current Battle.net technology and stuff but the old school game. Apparently there's only like uh, 1v1 right now for like the core multiplayer stuff uh, but they're going to be adding modes to it. I'm probably going to wait till it's on sale because I don't have a pressing need to get it right now. Yeah. But uh, I do plan on picking it up at some point because I love the crap out of that game. uh, I kind of want to play my buddy in StarCraft because he kicked my butt in StarCraft 2 and I maintain that I'm way better at the Zerg and <laughs> the first StarCraft than the second. So Fair enough. We'll see how that goes. Okay, so, um, things to be said. Um, okay, we'll start with the, we'll start with the easy and move our way up. Don't fall asleep, Ben. I'm not falling asleep. <laughs> He's studying his island. Yes. Um, where he keeps all his knowledge. Yeah. So, uh, new DuckTales dropped um, this last weekend. It's really damn good. Um, good enough that I feel like we could maybe do an episode on just 
the pilot, which was two, which was a double episode. Yes. Um, yeah. It's available on YouTube, by the way, for people yes, that are it interested. Yeah. The Disney, Disney XD's, on, Disney XD's official um, YouTube channel, so it's not even illegal. Good quality. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's a lot that could be said. I would love to do an episode yeah, on it. They um, really wanted everyone to watch it because the, uh, the day that I watched it, they showed it for 24 hours straight on Disney XD. And then it was also streaming uh, the next the the next day it was streaming on the ABC and Disney XD apps. And the day after yes. that it was on YouTube. They really wanted people to watch and this. It will officially premiere September uh, the 23rd. September, yeah. Uh, so that was cool. Um, I highly recommend it. I uh, would love to do an episode where we geek out over it at some point. Um, if people listened to my to last week's episode where I bemoaned the fact that Gundam properties are out of print uh, because Bandai USA because Bandai shut down its USA DVD production, I found out very recently that uh, that a new publisher has picked up the license and is going to be re-releasing Gundam across the board. There's a box set for Gundam Wing that I really, really want. It's a Blu-ray release. Um, you know, when somebody gives them a license to print cash. Yeah. <laughs> uh, apparently, Mobile Fighter G Gundam is is gonna is uh, also one of the ones that's that's getting uh, this uh, that's getting this current release. I haven't heard about any others, but I'm sure that the, uh, that others will follow. I think Funimation actually owns uh, Gundam Zero Zero, but. The old properties that were owned by Bandai, the license uh, finally went back into the market and somebody snapped it up. Thank you, God. Um, that's really my big thing. Um, I'm going to be out $175 when, Gundam, when, when I can buy the Gundam Wing Collector's box. Because anime is expensive. Yes, it is. And it'll be the <laughs> third time I've bought that series. Because I bought it once, lost it. Uh, bought it again at VisionCon last year um, because Scott McNeil was there and I wanted him and I wanted his autograph. He was the voice of my favorite character, Duel Maxwell. Three times you'd think it's a Lord of the Rings box set or an Xbox 360. <laughs> well, the only other thing I would, I, I, I'm probably going to buy uh, Cowboy Bebop Blu-ray release too, which I just haven't ever gotten around to. Um, I'm sorry you're call, talking about that being expensive. Even where I spent the weekend, where people were laying down. Four four figures for things. You were at a gun show, though, <laughs> right? Yeah. Say. Firearms ain't cheap. Nope. Or if um, they are, you probably don't want to buy them. Well, I don't know. I've got a couple of cheap firearms, but let me put it this way: affordable is different than cheap. My shotgun was cheap. It's free. <laughs> so you looted the body. <laughs> that's incredibly. That's an incredibly morbid way to say it, but kind of. <laughs> it belonged to my grandfather. Wow. Okay. Uh, I did not realize what I was saying. Did not realize where you were going with that one. Did you? I immediately regret this. It was an inheritance. <laughs> All inheritances are just looting the body. Oh my god. That, that could not have been planned more perfectly. I know, right? It's like that meme picture where the guy's like, "Whoa!" And like. You know, the sweaty face due to yeah. the rave, you know, it's like, oh, <laughs> inheritance is just looting the body, man. Yeah. Or philosoraptor. Although, I did get to see things I've only seen in movies. Such as? 44 Automag from the third Dirty Harry movie. 
Um, also, the Joker's m- m- uh, revolver. <laughs> yes, <laughs> <picture. laughs> yes, I got a picture of that. That was like right across from me. I want to talk about 16-inch barrel for a 44 Magnum. Um, Somebody's compensated. Compensated for something. something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, of course, Bad every, aim. Yeah, that actually <laughs> is a thing. Um, well, the longer the barrel, the bigger the finger it is you're pointing at your target. <laughs> well, pretty much. The the less the less. Um, the less change for you know for specific movement. Mm-hmm. Although it gets to a certain point where if you can't hold the gun steady, it doesn't really help you. You know, and I got to hold that <laughs> one, and it was it was remarkably. I mean, it was easier to handle than the forty four automatic. Yeah. I also got to handle. I also got to pick up uh, one of those massive Desert Eagles. Yeah. Those things barely fit in my hand. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's huge. <laughs> Yeah, the movies would have you believe they're just a regular pistol. Like, no, not really. No, not really. Yeah, just like guns. anybody can pick them up and use them. No. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's it's a hand cannon. Yes. Yeah. A... Well, the uh, the automag, those things are assault rifle cartridges with a forty-four round married to it. Yeah, you're actually firing a rifle round out of a handgun. <laughs> You kind of buried the lead with your week there, bud. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, any other newsy things? Those are the main things that I have. Um, just Gundam Wing dropping again makes me very happy. <laughs> Admittedly, yeah, I spent $200 on my box set that's over there. Um, but that was because it was out of print. Um, $200 for a, for a collector's edition box set, which is, uh, which is the, actual ni- the actual nice box that it comes in. Um, a figurine, uh, and additional art material, and a book. Yeah, I'd, I'd pay 175 bucks for that. Plus, if they actually did a good remaster of the of the video, that'd be even better because I like Gundam Wing, but its age shows a little bit. Yeah, while we're on the while we're on the topic, we should do a uh, we should do an episode about collector's editions of cool things at some point. I mean, it really it really does have such a large spectrum. You have some of the most worthless yeah. crap that's overcharged, and then you have some of the most awesome, unique things that are totally worth that getting and everything in between. Oh, the the cat their, helmet, their, the their, cat their helmet. collector's editions started out good, and they got ridiculously dumb. So I think we should have another throwback to the to to the. Uh, to, to last to the uh, beginning of the episode uh, to beginning of things and I should turn on the air conditioner I'm getting hot <laughs> no no audio quality is key uh, <laughs> suffer for your art yeah pretty much Shadow of Wars collector's edition though had me drooling and then they introduced microtransactions yeah. <laughs> fuck you WB games who cares you cannot do them yes you can but it's still Everybody's doing them. That's also fertile ground for episode material. Yeah. Two words: horse armor. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. I'm sorry. Any 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 microtransactions that involve a pay-to-win mechanic for for multiplayer, I am absolutely intrinsically against. I will not be buying that game at, at launch anymore. Yeah. I uh, I mean I was only maybe going to anyway, but. Well, I will. It's def- not multiplayer, and it doesn't for that. Shadow of War is going to have a multiplayer aspect uh, that's going to be similar to uh, the forward operational bases from Metal Gear Solid Five, where you raid other people's bases. The things you pull out of the out of the loot chests, <coughs> out of the uh, out of the uh, microtransactions, 
go towards that are, are you are, are primarily going to be used in that play mode. So I didn't it see anything is about multiplayer. multiplayer. That's why that's why I'm frustrated. That's why I'm furious. They, <coughs> the interview I saw with them said they're flat out not doing anything multiplayer related for that game. Well, you should catch up because they're doing multiplayer. Okay. Yeah, cross that bridge. Sorry. Um, <laughs> that's why I'm. That's why I'm mad. So because it's a pay to win. Yeah. If it were something in a single player game, when it's actually released, we'll see. Yeah, if a lot of things happen. Change. If it were something more in a single player game, I would not care nearly so much. Right. Um, because we'll yeah, I just won't buy them. But because there's a multiplayer aspect and it will be, therefore and it will create a play to win atmosphere uh, or pay to win atmosphere, I will just not be happy. Um, spoiler of the week. Uh, spoiler of the week. Since we're talking about the this year's, uh, since we're reminiscing, I thought we would do a time travel related spoiler. <laughs> Doc Brown is wearing a bulletproof vest. Gasp! In, in one. Yeah, in one of them. Well, ostensibly, he wouldn't be around for the sequels if he wasn't. But you know, mm-hmm. but, you know <laughs> it would make the sequels interesting. at the end of one, and also whichever one where they two. revisit that scene. Beginning of two, <coughs> and middle of two. <laughs> kind of the end of two. <clears throat> it happens a they made, two, they made two on a shoestring budget, I swear. Uh, but <laughs> I don't know, two I think a lot of two went into the special effects. That that Pepsi money only takes you so far, man. And, and uh, Pepsi free. And the shark that still looks fake. Uh, well, off of Pepsi free. <laughs> Talk about an obscure drink request. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> but that was the first movie. That was the first movie. Oh, it was the first uh-huh. one? Uh-huh. In any case, uh, um, what else? Uh, yeah, you're right, it was the first one. What have people been geeking over this weekend? Touche. Well, we kind of already know the answer to yours, don't we? No. Gundam? I haven't watched any Gundam this week, actually. I just heard the news and was super happy. Well, yeah. I guess participating is different than <coughs> anticipating yeah really. like what if what if <coughs> how what have people been doing geek wise you know what have we been watching what have we been playing what have we been reading what have we been I've been going back and watching uh, season one and two of Daredevil <coughs> and the next is uh, Luke Cage that should get me through the end of the week and then <laughs> Defenders <laughs> and then Defenders um, I know what everyone's answer to this oh. is next week it's we've been yeah. watching the Defenders because we're doing an episode on it <laughs> oh, you told um, me to <laughs> back to news David Tennant is going to be in at least in scenes in Jessica Jones season 2 yeah cool. we don't know in what aspect but right. he has Maybe been flashbacks. Set. yeah or mm-hmm. just costume, come back to life in costume yeah, he's yeah only it's possible dead. whatever they did to him at the end of season one to make his to make him more powerful or whatever may have also given him slight regenerative abilities. We shall see. Maybe, and he'll be sp- and he'll be purple. Hopefully, maybe. Doubtful, but so the takeaway is always confirm the kill. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she broke his neck. You don't confirm much better than that. But anyways, that was that was one of my geek out mm-hmm. things. I was, I've been I've gone back to Skyrim. To, to play. You're, you're, you're weaning yourself off of Fallout 4 by going to Skyrim? Yeah, because they're so different. <laughs> well, yeah, one has swords, one has guns. <laughs> right? No, they both have swords. Only well, one has guns. Yeah. <laughs> um, one has dragons. Yeah, one has dragons. Speaking of which, Wookie and I have been keeping up with Game of Thrones, so that's yes. on, on the docket. 
Of course, we don't want to spoil anything, but yeah, yeah, it's an awesome season. We could do a post. There are dragons. Watch it. We could do a post like that kind of season, perhaps. Yeah, I would be fine with with uh, catching myself up on it at some point. Yeah. Um, but it's not that I, I am not one of those people like oh I don't watch Game of Thrones no it's more like eh um okay that, that's like today's equivalent to I don't own a television <laughs> I don't okay thing I heard this weekend a lot I don't read I do own a television I don't own a television service but uh, I don't brag about it it's more like people reference something they saw on TV like I don't have a TV uh, <laughs> not being hoity-toity about it I'm like I don't get the reference yeah. That, uh, oh, okay, we're watching Van Helsing. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the series on Netflix? Mm-hmm. It looked interesting. <clears throat> it, it really is. Um, we, we, uh, if, you, if you make it through the pilot, you learn a lot about... Because the pilot's kind of strange. <laughs> you make it through the pilot. That doesn't, that doesn't like a rain endorsement. Well, I've heard people go, uh, you know, because we don't really meet the main character until about halfway through the pilot. Um, it reminds me of my uh, my explanation of Serial Experiments Lane to people once, that I try to sell. You really need to watch the first two episodes. Yeah, it is really... It is, <laughs> in order to get the full picture, you have to watch the first two episodes like one extended pilot. Because mm-hmm. it goes back and explains what her life was like before, and it lays groundwork for, you know, what actually happened. Mm-hmm. Um, so, it's, it's pretty interesting in that... Um, if you if you watch the pilot and then the second episode, you've got the basic premise for the whole world, and in from there it just gets more and more interesting. Um, <clears throat> but uh, let's see, I was watching those are my those have been my big three things that I've been watching lately. Okay. Um, gaming wise, um, I'm still in Path of Exile. I'm trying to actually take this character through and. I'm trying to do my first actual ever shaper kill, which takes work. Um, Your first ever what now? Shaper kill. That's what I thought you said. I shaper is shaper is uh, for for the three people here that don't know Path of Exile. Um, I mean, I know the game, but I don't know it that well. The shaper <clears throat> of worlds is the final final Uber raid boss. Oh, okay, gotcha. Except it's not. Except it doesn't have to be a raid boss. You can solo the shaper. Yeah. In fact. Most people who play at that level don't really form parties; they just solo. It's interesting. It's a multiplayer game with very, with, a, yeah, it with, with not a lot very less much, fun. With not a very much multiplaying aspect. Like when you know. people play MMOs and then just wind up selling most of the time. Yeah, it's kind of silly. Uh, but I'm trying to take my character. Uh, don't call it a Glen Bob. To uh, <laughs> I, I had a naming convention where Glen Bob was in was in my name somewhere uh, okay. for the entirety of this game. So. And I hadn't played Path of Exile for like half a year, so I was thinking, don't call it a comeback. I've been here for years. Um, but uh, I had to work my bob in there somehow. So. Um, and I'm trying to take him and, and do endgame com- content that I've always kind of got burnt out trying to get to previously and yeah. see if I can't maybe power through this time. <laughs> Just because I want to be able to say I've done it. Uh, aside from that, watching-wise... Um, I've been watching a lot of Burn Notice. Uh, again. Classic. Love Burn Notice. Um, and I watched DuckTales like 20 times in the last couple <laughs> days. Right. Just the first, you know, two episodes. Two episodes well, 
It's it's one episode. It's a pilot. It's 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 a it's like a double an episode pilot. pilot. Yeah. Yeah. It's like Serenity. <clears throat> right. Speaking of, got my Serenity loot crate. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Comes this month with uh, the ch- uh, the statue or figurine of Simon, um, and the chibi or the little little one of uh, Mal in a spacesuit. And then nice. there's a replica of Jane's shirt, his blue sun shirt. Nice. And uh, they're not giving everybody the hat. Not yet. Apparently not. That's a shame. <clears throat> yeah. Bet whoever got the mega crate got the hat. I don't know. I didn't see one. I'm waiting for the Fallout crate to come out. Boogie. Haven't done a lot of gaming, but what little I did was mostly been Diablo three. Uh. Both of us play Diablo 2 clones. <laughs> That's all Diablo 3 is. It's a Diablo 2 clone. Essentially. <laughs> um, mostly just play whenever a friend of mine is online playing it. Um, mostly haven't really been watching much of anything other than uh, Fairy Tale, catching Tiffany up on it, and also DuckTales. Well, yeah, but you also had, you know, somebody cut open your stomach. Yes, I've been recovering so from surgery. You've been sleeping <laughs> and taking painkillers and such. Thank, thanks for being here, by the way. That was the other reason we didn't do a regular episode last week. Um, okay, well, I think that's enough weekly stuff. Um, pause for music and then return for more nonsense.
All right, and we're back. And if you couldn't tell from the drop in sound quality, um, it's too damn hot to, right now to not be running the air conditioner. Special guest star, AC. Yes, right, so I'm sorry for the dull roar in the background. AC Slater. Um, <laughs> I can't really make the dull roar less dull is the problem. <laughs> or I should say more dull. Um, I could make it less dull by moving my TV, but uh, that would be defeating the purpose. Right? So, been a year. One year. Well, close enough to a year. I had to pay. I had to repay the licensing fees for the website this month. So that was what reminded me, honestly. And we did do the first actual podcast from LibraryCon, which is coming up this week. Don't remind me. <laughs> I liked LibraryCon. I even liked that conversation. But it was a bad initial episode. It was a first episode. You know, like all all pilots have their have their flaws. Yeah. But that's why we call it episode zero in our in our archive now because episode one was way better. Loophole. Yeah. Well, and I think we've been you know we've got getting better. We've been developing our format a lot better. Yeah. I mean, we've only been doing like the this week stuff for like what a month. Mm, this is only the second or third time or third or fourth time we've done it. Yeah. Um, we're on YouTube now too. Yeah. I mean, used to we were, we would do we would be sitting around your table. Yeah, would come come with a much but, more casual. But, but then this one got a hernia and had to start sitting on my couch. That's <laughs> happened before, yeah. But I still maintain that our sound quality was better at my table. But this is much more comfortable. <laughs> yeah, and regardless, the other of thing is, is the other thing here is that um, it's more casual, and I think it goes. The episodes when we're recording them feel like they go a lot faster. I think the episodes become more fun when we're in a more casual environment. Perhaps. Yeah, I think there's something to that. It's kind of like uh, it doesn't feel like you're sitting in a classroom when you're huddled around the table, you know, because you're yeah. around the table. It's there is something to that. Yeah. Classroom aspect. Right. This is more casual. Right. Uh, one of these days, I'm gonna. One of these days, I'm gonna have a house. Bang it's gonna zone. have a basement. Right to the moon. It's gonna have a house. <laughs> it's gonna have a basement. We're gonna have a table, and we're gonna each have our own microphone. See, that would be cool. That's and each chair will be a really comfortable, like, Captain Kirk's or Captain Picard's captain's chair. And everybody else will get a folding chair. <laughs> because it will be my hat. No. Uh, <laughs> hey, I bring some pretty comfy folding chairs. It's true. I have a pretty comfy folding chair. I'm sitting on it right now. Yeah, which is exactly like mine. Yep, except nicer. Uh, mine has the seat insert. I call Shannon. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is just older. There's a joke there, but we're moving on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all the we're not gonna jokes. We're not going to joke about Ben's age today? No, I mean, that, that, I mean we're all old now. It's been a year. <laughs> okay, remember that time we joked about Ben's age? Hey, remember that other time we joked? Hey, remember that other time? I feel like at this point we could almost do like a half episode super cut of just the jokes we made at the expense of your age. <laughs> Potential B-roll. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, because that would take work on my part. <laughs> or an intern, you know? Yeah, or, yeah, or, or paid interns. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. If I could get an unpaid intern, I would. Um, I'd feed them. You know, what I've been thinking is eventually we need to see about getting a uh, getting it uh, getting on public radio. We swear too much for that. That's true. Yeah. I would have to stop swearing, and I'm not sure I, I ever want to do that. I could if I had to. I just don't want to have to. Yeah. 
you know, having. Although honestly, I really should. Really, we should cut down on the swearing because apparently you can't get ads on YouTube if you swear. Which uh, I think is fucking unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Especially since it's also completely un- unevenly uh, enforced. True. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we're not here to talk about the apocalypse. That's <laughs> what they call it. The what? The adpocalypse. Oh, oh the adpocalypse. Wordplay. Ever since, uh, pretty much ever since the uh, the Wall Street Journal accused PewDiePie of being a Nazi, uh, there hasn't been ad revenue on YouTube. Um, that is a very, very short way of putting it, but yeah. So uh, it's been a year. Um, <laughs> when was your wedding anniversary, Mike? It's May twenty eighth. Okay, so it's been more than a year since we had the idea. Right. Well, we had especially since you we got married what two years ago now. Yeah, it's just one year. It's just one year. Okay. Yeah, wow. We went from. That's not bad. It only took us three months to go from, from hey, we got to do this, to, hey, we're doing this. To, hey, it's a year later. Yeah, and then <laughs> one year later to, yeah. yeah. I think there's merit to that episode okay. zero, too, is because you just you get in there and just do it and learn while you do, instead of trying to make it perfect, you know? Right, we'll see. And that's, well, I no, that I, was, I just could have sworn it was like a year and three months of it no, simmering no, in, in the back burner being like, man, we got to do that thing. No, we, okay. we pretty and, much And I think that right there warrants, because we haven't talked about what caused this to happen. I think we did a little bit, but not much. Not much. So, so let us take you back. I don't think in the podcast we've ever actually discussed why we started this. Okay, yeah, well, that's a good thing. What what the hell got this whole mess started? Well, it all happened because Michael got married. Yeah, we're blaming you for this. It's all my fault. It actually partially started a little before that, because Ben and I had actually discussed doing something like this before that. Mm-hmm. I'd even gotten space on pods, you know, but never got a microphone because yeah. money. You know, but microphones being expensive. The thing is, we couldn't find anybody else willing or able to do it. Regularly. So, yeah, regularly. Yeah, a lot so of people it, like it, the it idea. just was an idea that yeah. never went anywhere. And I claim full responsibility for making this happen, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> because so I'm the would. one who bought the microphone and said, "Hey, when is a good time for everyone?" Yeah, and you're, <laughs> and you're the one. You're the one who's holding the. You know who. You're the one who plans. It's okay. We're doing this this night. We're doing this subject. I really wish that more people would help you with that. <laughs> well, we have, we have the list, and I've, I've contributed to that list before. I mean, a lot of that was mm-hmm. you know, when I sat down um, and, and worked on that. But I think the big thing was is that okay. Here's how it happened. Here's what happened. I feel like Monk. Yes. Um, so at Mike's birth, at my birthday, Mike's, Mike's birthday, birthday, Mike's <laughs> wedding. Yeah, it's Mike's <laughs> wedding's birthday. Mike's wedding's birthday. Yes, that's what this. Is. That was on May 28th. First base. Anyways, um, Mike's wedding. The group of us who game with, who game together, were sitting at the same table uh, during the reception. During the reception. Uh, we'd also it's sat together during the during the wedding, and I was the only one who was wearing a suit. Uh, yeah, I was. Well, I was wearing. A I, have, I have worn a suit three times in my life, and they were for family weddings. <laughs> right. Mike's I, not family. He's tried. That's something different. <laughs> yeah. um, so, but anyways, yeah. So we're, first of all, we all sit back. together at the at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Uh, which was and got of, interesting looks. Yeah, yeah. Um, 
especially I think for Mike and Lacey going, are they going to behave? Because <laughs> we were literally the peanut gallery. Oh, it was. I, I mean, it's it's like the setup to a to a to a joke. A Wookiee, a witch, and a magician walk into walk into a Catholic wedding. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And the punchline is this podcast. <laughs> because uh, the to, to to explain the magician thing, um, I put on. Uh, suit and pulled my hair back into a ponytail because I wanted to look a little bit nice for your wedding. And, you look and, like and I look like Penn freaking Gillette. <laughs> you really, you really do. All the way down to the facial. You beat me the punch because it just about to make a crack about you going into Gillette mode. Yeah, yeah right. Uh, and of course, I'm Wiccan and Wookie's Wookie. Yes. Yeah, so, so yeah, here we are. And to, then, course, to completely explain her in the joke. Right. <laughs> well, and then we then we have, we also have. Uh, you know, we Billy, mm-hmm. who is not part of the podcast, but you know, I don't know what his. I don't know how one how one would how go about describing him into the, into the joke factor. So I didn't. Well, yeah, see, here, no offense, fair, Billy. To be fair, most of those joke setups, there are three things. Yeah, right. So that kind of throws the rhythm off, anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, so yeah, there's that start, you know, and I'm sure Mike and Lacey, I said, we're just going. Oh my God, they're all together in the same place. We assigned you there, so yeah, we weren't too worried. Well, no, the, for the reception, for the wedding, we were we. Are you about the actual wedding? Yeah, yeah we the, actual wedding. Usher, the usher. The usher was like, bright, brighter groom side. I'm like, I know I'm yes. both. <laughs> Can I sit in the middle? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so then yeah, we're all sitting at the same table uh, at the reception. The funny part was, is it's like I felt like half the time we were bogarting half the guests because people kept coming over. You know, and, and why the hell are these people laughing so hard? Right? <laughs> or, or is, uh, was like, oh yeah, Mike told me about you. You're the writer. Or Mike told me about you. Such a, you know, it's like, they all knew a little bit about who we were. Yeah. But here we are, and who else were we sitting with? Because it was somebody that was not tribe. Um, well, was it? Was no, it was no, it was just us. Yeah, we were just the one sitting there, but there was always somebody there. Oh, there were, yeah, there was always someone hovering around being like, what? what? <laughs> we also had um, Billy's girl with us. Lindsay. Lindsay. Lindsay was also. I've got the wedding invite here, which is the only reason I remember her name. I'm I sorry, Lindsay. Why I was like, wait, they're not married yet. Yeah, yeah. we're working on that. Um, and we also had uh, Tiff with us. And Tiffany was there. Was, was, not, part of was not part of the game at the time. Yet. Right. Yeah. But yeah, so there was always somebody there, and there was usually at least a little bit of geekdom that they could relate to. Yeah. But we started, we were talking about geek things, and it started off, we were talking about Babylon 5 and, and DS9. Yeah, we were comparing Babylon 5 and, De- and, and Star Trek Star Deep Space 9. Nine. <laughs> yeah. Deep Space which, Nine. Is, which was interesting because of everyone sitting at the table, only Ben and I had actually watched any of Bab 5. <laughs> yeah. So we were in. It was, so we were like looking up quotes and reading them. Like Ivanova's, I am the Ivanova is the fist of God. <laughs> I'm the boot that's gonna kick your ass all the way back to Earth. Yeah. Um, only one human has ever defeated a uh, a, a Mbari uh, cruiser in battle. He's behind me. You're in front. You're in front. Be, if, if you value your, your life, be somewhere, somewhere else. else. Yes. <laughs> yeah. We're gonna do an episode on Bad Five eventually once I get these two to watch it. Yeah. Five seasons worth. Get on it. So wait, is Babylon Five? There's five seasons. Yeah, uh, it was no, originally designed four seasons. Five. Five. It was a five-year run. Straczynski. Uh, Math check. There were yeah, there Straczynski uh, originally designed it. I could swore it was only four seasons. <sighs> to the internet. <laughs> to the internet. 
but uh, so yeah, so there, were, there so no shit, there we were uh, <laughs> in the middle of, in the middle of a wedding reception, talking geekdom. Yeah, um, discussing and, the pros and cons between the two. Yeah, being like, like which one was similar. better. Right. The fact right. that some things were ripped off from one to the other. Right. And Babylon 5 was more physics-based. You're right. Uh, Five seasons. <laughs> You're always right. <laughs> Rat bastard. Yeah, it's, that's the writer in me. I always do my research. Yeah. Um, well, it had, a, it had a rotating core so that, to simulate gravity and, and everything, because yep. uh, the Mimbari had artificial gravity, but the humans didn't. Right. So that's why you kept on seeing the human ships with those spinning, spinny parts in the middle. Yep. Um, so that people would uh, be thrown to the outside and simulate gravity. Right. It's like physics and everything. Right, but they had to kind of rotate, otherwise it would it would just kind of roll to the right and roll to the left. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh... Roll to the right. <laughs> so, yeah, we, we can start talking, it's like, we need to do this, and we realized how much geekdom was going on between all of us. Yeah. And how much fun we were having just talking about it all. Right. So, yeah. So, uh, well, I think that's another good point, too, is the fact that um, just a couple of you had actually seen Babylon 5, so there's mm-hmm. also the whole, like, sharing aspect of, mm-hmm. hey, this mm-hmm. is something cool you should check out, and then, oh, hey, I, I haven't seen this, I haven't read this, I haven't heard about this. Mm-hmm. And it's kind right. of an exchange of, uh, you know, fans and, and entertainment and whatnot. And I think it also, I think it also appealed to all of us uh in the idea that we could also bring the true inclusiveness that Geekdom was based on. Mm-hmm. Because Geekdom was re- originally, you know... Yeah, it was before, just its own clique. Yeah, it was its own, it was, it was a bunch of geeks gathering together, you know, without having to deal with the um, social gunfire mm-hmm. from the other cool kids. We were, yeah. you know, we were suddenly our own cool kids table. So we were ready to include people, and we used to be ready to include girls. Ew, uh, girls. <laughs> they got cooties. It's not cool. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, you must have gone to different geek tables than me because it's like, oh, my God, that girl, she looked my way, and she didn't puke. <laughs> you know, or, you know, it's like, she talked to me. <laughs> you know. See, my, my thing was... went to different schools than I did. Yeah, my thing was actually the geek table... Uh, for my table was the weirdest fucking table in my high school because it consisted of the theater kids and half of the varsity football team. <laughs> okay, see, I was the only person on the varsity football team <laughs> so, at my table, and that was... <laughs> see, it was... I was <laughs> because Aaron was playing Magic the Gathering with a bunch of... Uh, with, with other guys on uh, road trips. Uh, Magic the Gathering did not exist... <laughs> See, okay, I am from prehistoric geek because Elf was, was a glass. Huh? Elf, Elf was a glass. Was a glass. <laughs> <laughs> Back in my day, uh, <laughs> Elf was a glass. Um, anyways, you know, when my my our geek table uh, consisted of kids from the speech and debate club, mm-hmm. theater, which I was a part of, mm-hmm. uh, and band. <laughs> you know. Um, band kids and the orc dorks actually hung out and complete didn't even hang out in the cafeteria before lunch, before breakfast, uh, like before school. Um, we, we, that's the only place we had a table that we could that we could yeah. game. Because um, I remember uh, we would gather. We were starting playing Marvel superheroes. Well, that's was, where that mess comes from. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. 
<laughs> so, you know, it was, and if a girl actually stopped and talked to us, I mean, for the longest time, I was the only guy in that table who had a girlfriend. You know? You were also the football team. It's true. <laughs> I was the only one who actually had something like social skills. Even then, I was a dork. Um, but uh, the social skills have come a lot farther, than, you know, since then. Um, but, yeah, it was, we were thrilled if girls actually, you know, and I, I think that was the thing, is the other thing that we, as a, as a group, have not jumped onto is that whole, you've got to prove your geekdom to us. You know, it's the whole idea of, what kind of geek are you, man? <laughs> exactly, you know. Um, who's your favorite Star Trek captain? Who's the best captain? Who's the best doctor? Star Wars or Star Trek? <laughs> no, no, no. It's better yet. Is okay. Who was the fourth doctor? Who was the first through third doctor? You know, and it's like you're not. That's just like people man. rattling off sports statistics. It's yeah. no different. It's, it's, How many rings does Kobe have? I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> or you know, this poor soccer Tom Baker. I only know that because he's my favorite one. Right. I have to cut Kobe and have to count them. <laughs> <laughs> I just mean, well said. Yeah. But, uh, you know, it's, it, we, that's the thing is, is I think we've gone, that is one of the things that has been universal among us is don't exclude people from geekdom. Yeah. You know. Um, well, I, I would want to take that one step further and say don't exclude people. Right. Yeah. From anything. True. Well, except for, you know, things that they can't do. Yeah. <laughs> but if somebody wants to give something a shot or wants to experience yeah. something, go for it. Right. As long as it's not hurting you or anybody else. Precisely. And and the thing that I think the thing that has made this a great experience for all of us is the fact that yeah, we get to geek out about what we want. We get to do it kind of within our own echo chamber, um, which mm. is you know is our own little. Brand we have a lot of shared interests. Yeah. True. And, you know, we're slowly getting more and more followers, getting more and more people. Every week I'm seeing a new like on Geek Fanthology. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. I've, I haven't looked at our analytics in a while because it kind of, kind of gets me depressed. I looked at our website. We pretty consistently have one or two people on site, which makes me pretty happy. Just my question is, are they actually people? They should be. Hopefully. Um, They're so unique IPs. It, what I really like about, about this and also our circle and our ever-growing circle the more people who find out about us whatever is uh, by the way like our social media at prog, yeah. uh, at prog theory on twitter uh, youtube at working theory productions.com um, we're on our we have a website we're on stitcher audio and on itunes please listen to us <laughs> wait you already are <laughs> anyway not, get, not getting uh, like yeah similar interests but even for the ones that aren't similar not getting crapped on for yeah. Right? Like, I'm pretty sure you're the only... You've self-proclaimed yourself as a brony. Yep. And I have a My Little Pony sure. poster in my yeah. living room that I am pointing at, and no one can see because we don't have video. That's right. Some, it's framed, I And I'm pretty sure... It's classy like that. I'm pretty sure none of the rest of us could give two shits about My Little Pony. It's a pretty good show, by the way. But... <laughs> I, you, know what's, you know what's funny is I hear comedians talk about, like... Their kid watches it and then they get involved and then like, like Pat Oswalt had this great bit about it, it being a really good show. And then he just like starts rattling off all this stuff yeah, about the show. I can actually attest. I have watched enough of it that it is a well-made show. It's yeah. just not the kind of thing I can get into. That's fair. Yeah. yeah. And I could see why people get into it. It's the same thing of like uh, I recently watched One Punch Man. I see why people love that anime. 
and I will watch the next season when it comes out. I just that. don't get the hype for it. Right. It was well, just so unique and innovative and, and and weird at the time. It lampshaded so many tropes. Yeah, yeah superhero tropes. But here, <laughs> so here's the thing. Here's the thing about uh, you know, and, and my my experience with uh, first encountering bronies um, was at a game. Was at Springfield Game. I have no idea what it was. <laughs> Brony encounters of the first kind. Yeah, um, <laughs> for the that's where you see them from an from an actual distance. I didn't get actual, didn't realize I'd been having a Brony encounter of the third kind until uh, I realized I had been gaming with one. That's and I wore shirt. a Doctor Who's shirt to game. <laughs> well, no, like there was shirt. before that. It's a great shirt. I love it was that before shirt. Before that, uh, it was a couple I did their wedding for. So it wasn't. Okay, you were the third kind. I was uh, fourth kind, apparently. Uh, no, you were you were repeated as of third kind, so you were, you were cute. Uh, fourth kind is actual abduction, isn't it? No, third kind is made is is actual contact with alien species. That's so that that's, was I, I didn't know realize that was a reference to anything, but I guess that makes sense. Well, uh, yeah, um, close encounters of the third kind actually it, it refers to d- different types of encounters with whatever, but specifically for the movie, they're talking about alien encounters. Like, the first kind is, like, signs, I believe, like, crop circles, whatever. Right, evidence. Uh, yeah. Second kind is... Uh, actually seeing the UFO. Actually seeing the UFO. Third kind is actual contact. proximity and contact. Fourth kind is abduction. Yeah. That's why there's the movie, The Fourth Kind. That's, uh, that's why when you made the reference that you were the, f- the fourth kind, I was like, I'm pretty sure you haven't kidnapped him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I know there are some weird bronies out there, but I'm <laughs> yeah. pretty sure you're not that weird. You're gonna find <laughs> Blink out twice if you need help, man. Yeah. <laughs> man, <Wow>. stop blinking. <laughs> yeah, laugh out yep. loud if you need help. Yeah. <laughs> you got something in your eye there, man? Yeah. <laughs> I'm very uncomfortable. Right? So my first encounter, yeah, it was this, you know, it's like, oh, yes, I'm a brony, and I'm going... Okay. So I, I get oh, I get back home and I go to my primary source of of uh, initial research and Wikipedia? I ask uh, no <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> and, uh, real pig, people telling you real things. Exactly. Well, at least their opinion. Yeah. So you know, and I go into this group of people and it's like I know some of these people is like so what the fuck is a brony. Boy, that's the wrong way to ask that question. <laughs> yeah, uh, some birdies can get a little bit uh, uptight about that. About right? yeah, it's like we feel very defensive. Yeah, yeah I just we're, they're we're like, perverts. Why? 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 I was like, no, no, I just I just first heard the term today. I don't know what. Well, that's the thing about uh, communicating online is when you don't have any like tone, yeah, or, like, body language, or yeah. anything. you just throw out a question like that. A WTF phrased question is not inherently hostile. No, no you just yeah. happen to be swearing in the question. Yeah, what you're the like, fuck is you're that? just genuinely curious or like yeah. perplexed. You're like, well, what that, the fuck is that? This? And that, and I think um, the particular group of bronies that that had answered took it took more exception to the language being used. You know, and I think that was just particular to them. Language. Yeah, language. Language. Yeah. <laughs> language. Wait, really? Did you just <laughs> say that? Yeah, you never living that down. Uh, so. It, it still bothers me how all these fandoms have a name for the fans that Star Wars still doesn't. Star uh, Wars an official fans. one. There's not oh, an official yeah. name for Star Wars fans. I, I think Star Wars fans were the second fandom. 
Second pick. Second pick. But there's, not, there's not an official name for them. Yeah, well, because you got the Trekkies, the Bronies, the Ubers. Right. Well, isn't, isn't, isn't Trekker the official name? No, it is Trekkie. It's Trekkie. I thought Trekkie was like a uh, an epithet. No, Trekkie is the official one. They tried to change it to Trekker. Okay, so there's yeah, a time. But you know, it, 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 it didn't catch on. Yeah. There, there was a movement, it ended up being more like a bowel movement. <laughs> <laughs> But, so. It even gets brought up in the movie Fanboys, or like Trekker is the more preferred one now, but it, it is actually Trekkie still. So that was kind of a. Yeah. Uh, uh, it's tongue in cheek. And Fanboy is actually. Fanboy is the, the common word used for Star Wars fans, but I think that's too broad of a word. Yeah, because that's applied to almost well, okay, everything. So to get back to what we to what how we started this nonsense. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I think this. I think this is. I think this is. Actually, this is pretty much how we started this nonsense. Yes. Exactly. We exactly. were talking about shit like this. Yeah. And I, I think what's and then, then I think we brought up our idea of doing mm. a podcast. Yeah, and the next thing we know, Neil shows up with a microphone. Yeah. <laughs> well, I had been. I, I I will say this before you guys have said anything about wanting to do a podcast. I've been wanting to do a podcast for a long ass freaking time. Yeah. Um, I had been part of an actual play podcast that never got published because we didn't know what we were doing. Um. A long time ago, um, for a D and D game I was playing. Uh, this was the game that Kurt was in. For people who've heard the story of Kurt, Workers um, Tribe. Um, but <laughs> um, and ever since then, I had still kind of had the bug. And then um, Ethan, uh, brother Ethan, uh, found this these guys in uh, here who will do podcasts also out of Springfield uh, role playing public radio guys uh, Ross Payton uh, Caleb Stokes all thems um, and um, I met some of them because Ethan came down to run a game for them and um, I for lack of a better word I invited myself to that game and said hey would it be okay would it be cool if I played too because I would love to play. He was, he was running a Civil War Call of Cthulhu scenario. Yeah. I had met them previously, and so he texted them and said, Hey, do you mind if I bring my brother? Now, uh, hold on. Do we mean, like, the American Civil War? Yes, the American Civil War. Okay, I wasn't sure if you went, like, actual Civil War or Marvel Civil War. Yeah, no, no. Either way, it's really weird. Um, <laughs> check, check them out. My, my brother... from the depths again. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> check them out, by the way. My brother uh, my brother does an actual... Uh, was part of an actual play podcast called uh, Technical Difficulties at www.technicaldifficultiespod.com. Um, do a little cross-promotion for them. Uh, they just do actual play for the most part, um, and they've played all of his Call of Cthulhu games there. Uh, they're really fun. We also plugged that on the Star Wars Holiday Special episode. Yeah, well, yes. that's because he was there for that episode. Exactly. Yeah, and, and he's going to be here for our other for at least one of our other special episodes that Ben yes. won't be here for. Yeah, mysterious. Well, that we are not that we are going to be remain as uh, as furtive as possible about talking about. Yes, very mysterious. Because I don't want Ethan to get scared. Why? I mean, it's just the tentacle thing in the closet. I mean, if he's already been here for the holiday special and we're teasing about how he's going to be scared, his imagination is probably running wild right now. <laughs> I know, but that's hard. <laughs> I get to torture my older brother. <laughs> and when it should. Little did he know there was a holiday special part two. <laughs> where, uh, where, where the bong that, uh, that R2-D2 is smoking is even more obviously a bong. <laughs> Uh, that was such a bong. It looked, it looked like like R two was just smoking 
like the biggest ball. <laughs> you gotta do something to get through that. <laughs> right? No doubt. Well, obviously, at the time, Carrie Fisher was stoned out of her gourd. Yeah. And that's the only way I would have done it. I can't. Well, she had to hold on to Chewbacca to stand to stay upright during that. Uh, yeah. yeah. During that the final, final song. Yeah. Yeah. But. Um, yeah, so somebody, it might have been you guys, said, you know, man, we could do a podcast about this. So I said, okay. Yeah, and, and like a few weeks later, it's like, so I'm buying a microphone. <laughs> yeah, everybody's like, what? Well, yeah. it was because I went and played that game with with, uh, with Ross, and he was, and I was like, what microphone do you use? Bought the same microphone. <laughs> and because it's a good microphone. Yeah, and... <laughs> You know, and since then, like I said, we've we've introduced been introduced to new things. Each of us has. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been reintroduced to old things, much to our chagrin. Like the <laughs> holiday special. Oh, well, um, Buckaroo Banzai. Buckaroo <laughs> Banzai. One of the greatest we horrible movies. That was we haven't done an episode. We touched on that in the podcast. We really ought to. Yeah, oh, we do a whole. Uh, we could do a whole podcast. Well, Kevin time. Smith is working on a Buckaroo Banzai show. I would right? love. I I haven't heard so, anything more on that, but man, I mean, that fingers happen, crossed I would that material. Watch that. Yeah. Right. Well, and all, all kinds of yeah, and, and see that's the thing is, is it's it gives us it gives our geekdom some kind of context. Mm-hmm. You know, as a retrospective, it's it's like, hey, we could you know, mention this during the you know during here, and I've learned things about thing about parts of my geekdom that you know I would not have any reason to you know to I didn't think I had any reason to research further, but such know. as <laughs> yes, um, <laughs> well, even going back to the Final Fantasy games, the mm-hmm. Fallout games. Yeah, we haven't done a Final Fantasy episode in a while, or Fallout. We yeah, do those. And um, you know, and then going to uh, was oh, um, well, I have one more final lot of game to, to talk about. <laughs> We're not gonna run out of Final Fantasy anytime soon, though. We, we've only <laughs> gone up to th- we only got no. We went th- up we went up to New Vegas. New Vegas. We've already done New Vegas. We only have Fallout Four left to talk about. Holy shit! I know, right? I don't recall doing New Vegas. We really so. did. I only I only I was going back to the episodes. I only saw up to three. I'll check. I'm pretty yeah, sure we've done New Vegas. Vegas was our next one. I could have sworn we've done New Vegas, but okay. no, we haven't talked about New Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Because uh, we could do another one on New Vegas, even if we have. Um, <laughs> but you know, um, but then also, also, it gave me an opportunity to go back to things that I've done. I've haven't revisited in a long time, like my Jet Loves movie, uh, Wizard of Speed and Time. <laughs> And the room crickets. crickets. <laughs> yeah. well, I, I feel like I've heard of that before, but I, it's not—it's not ringing enough bells. It was Mike Jetlove is an old, is a stop motion animator. Oh, the one with Mark Twain and the devil. No, no, that is awesome though. <laughs> no, uh, his was uh, his his feature movie. Well, he may have done one. He did a lot of little shorts, but his feature movie is called The Wizard of Speed and Time. Um, it was released in the 80s. 80s or in the, it, it, late, sometime in the 80s, I think. Um, and it was this, it was this low budget movie. He did a lot of the work out of his out of his mother's garage. Um, and he basically he does stop motion photography, uh, stop motion animation. I'm sorry. Now the one I'm thinking of is The Adventures of Mark Twain, which you have not. If you have not seen, you should. It's amazing. Yeah. Well, Mike Jitlow is known for his uh, known for his lovely color green. Oh. Yeah, and green shoes. <laughs> you know. Um, 
Yeah, sorry, it's not ringing any bells, sorry. The thing I'm thinking of was The Adventures of Mark Twain, which has Mark Twain, Tom Sawyer, and someone else meet the devil. Literally the devil. Watch, you need to watch Wizard of Speaking Time. Because <laughs> um, Jitlove used to be a, uh, a Disney animator. Oh. Yeah, the guy who did the the ones that, that did the thing were the ones that did the California races. Right. Sorry. <laughs> but, um, you know, it's, it's given, I think it's given, for me, it's given me a new avenue to explore, mm-hmm. you know, things in Geekdom. And it's given me a new way to be a voice for, you know, changes that I think need to be made in Geekdom. Yeah. So you do my episode where I just get a bunch of ladies to that I know to show up and I introduce them and say, okay, be geeks. <laughs> Pro- prove that prove that female that, that the female of the species is also a geek, please. <laughs> we need to get uh, we need to get uh, Spike. Becca. Becca, you know that one. She get Andy in on that too. She could go on about Doctor Who, Deadpool. Well, yeah, the the, the main thing would be just to be like, yeah, this is our episode. This is the best. This is the best way we can we can refute the whole. There are no such thing as female geeks. Right. I know this many. Yeah. Well, I don't even hear that anymore. You and I don't walk in the same circles. Because I hear it all the time still. I don't hear it so much about geeks, more so for gamers. Gamers. Well, yeah. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot narrower than just. Or, geeks. or it's you know, oh, she's just in it because her boyfriend's in, you know. But the, in the game, boyfriend. in the game, even just just the context within the the gamer thing is, is also stupid. Because yeah. yeah. I, I mean, well, for, first of all, three words, right? World of Warcraft. <laughs> the, well, five yeah. words. The Sims. Oh, there, there are a few key games that there are actually more women playing them than men. And yeah. These are some of the best-selling and, games. And a lot of out people there. are just dismiss them because oh, they're casual games. Except WoW isn't. But well, a WoW can be anything you want it to be. Yeah. It can be and as casual or as hardcore as you my, want. My yeah. counter and argument. sins. Some of the best modders are women. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, you want you want an entire fucking city. You know, you you yeah. look for you look for the women who do the mods, and they will do mods that'll work. My my counter argument to there's no such thing as female gamers is Andy Watson. Andy's a friend of mine. She works. For a game company, develops pen and paper role-playing games. With the Gen Con this year, yeah. as as a as a uh, as a vendor. That's my that's my counter argument in in case in point. Now this is just yeah. uh, kind of um, anecdotal conjecture type stuff on my part, but if memory serves me correctly, I feel like there were a lot of women in like White Wolf Publishing in Obsidian. Oh. Because you notice how there's Could a be. thing where every other, uh, in the books, every other pronoun was he or she. It wasn't just, like, male-only and stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I noticed a decent amount of women in the credits in the books and stuff. It seemed like they had a pretty good representation. Mm. Wizards did that a lot, yeah. too, when they, well, were we, doing, when they were doing red all the classes. Pronouns I think that kind of started the trend, was female. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, yeah. And, and when, when uh, VisionCon hosted the Masquerade LARP, most of the players were women. Yeah. You know, and and that's something I I, I wish I had heard about that one. Uh, that was that was years, years ago. ago. Okay. Uh, they haven't hosted. I would LARP Vampire. Vampire is one of the few games that I would. And there I'd used to be a, to LARP. there used to be a Vampire LARP down in the square. Um, we used to have to deal with them <laughs> on occasion when we were when we were sparring down in the square. Um, yeah, I th- think Jeff was part of their group. 
one stands to reason. Um, I like Vampire. For like three weeks, I was. Yeah. Well, uh, didn't Becca? I don't know. Uh, I, I know some people who did. But, uh, you know, it's. Yeah, Vision yeah. Con. Uh, uh, excuse me. Don't listen to that video games. <laughs> uh, Nowadays, all video games are voiced. Or virtually yeah. all video games are voiced. It's very rare that you have a game that doesn't have VA at this point. And virtually every person who voices in a video game also plays video games. Mm-hmm. And, there are, hey. and there are a lot of female voice actors. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. ask almost any one of them. They play video games. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one of the most... Katie pro- Townsend's such a nice lady. I was going to say, oh, Jennifer, Jennifer Hill's another good example of a prolific... Oh, yeah. ...you know, uh, voice actor that's amazing. Yeah. A.K.A. Fem Shep. Uh, female Commander yes. Shepard mm-hmm. for those aren't in the know amongst a million other things but that's what she's yeah. probably most right. well known for um, yeah with the video game context we have the uh, opportunity to meet uh, and hang out with Katie Townsend uh, Katie the cheeky Scott Townsend who yeah. voiced uh, Kate, Kate from which is funny because Kate was Irish um, right yeah <laughs> from Fallout it was so interesting meeting her first time and hearing a Scottish rogue coming out of her voice I, I was like that is uh, that's that's Kate if she was born she was further sh- north. <laughs> yeah, ruining the illusion. Yeah. Um, and uh, super great person though. Oh, she's so she's so sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, it's weird watching a voice actor play a game they voiced. It's <laughs> like I've watched Sam Witwer play The Force Unleashed. <laughs> yeah. Uh, while, it's like, hey, that's while me. Twi- while on Twitch and talking. And it'd be like during a cinematic, he'd be talking. <laughs> so weird. Star Killer would be talking, and it's like, well, it would be like. No, listen. To- <laughs> I'll tell you what, though, it would be like watching Steve Bloom play fifty um, percent of games. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nolan North. Yeah, right. Nolan North and everything too. Yeah. Steve Bloom has the Guinness record, though, which is most video game credits to ascribed to a single he, person. He is my favorite Wolverine. <laughs> He's a yeah. really good Wolverine. Yeah. By the way, there's a great little gag in Saints Row 4 where you pick the voice that you want, and you, you know there's like several male and several female options, and there's Nolan. a joke option, and it's just Nolan. It's just Nolan North. Like it's literally, it's like you are Nolan, and he would do this little thing where he would do like the Hadouken thing from Street Fighter, and be like, I'm Nolan. <laughs> Instead of Hadouken, it's pretty great. Uh, I need to reinstall Saints, Saints Row 4 now and uh, and play with that. It's pretty funny. I love that these voice actors who know they've done everything, and so people joke about it, are yeah. willing to make jokes about it too. Yeah, Steve Bloom's yeah. a great uh, is is a great sport about it. Yeah, well, see, and, and I got to uh, meet uh, and sit next to David Vincent. He's awesome. He's just the most likable guy. I, I you know I get to sit and hang out with him for hours. And I when was this? Uh, this was the first Arkansas Anime uh, Festival. Ah, the one that I needed to go to. Yeah, it was. He was Be the next one. Yep. And obviously, no, nothing interesting will happen at that one. <laughs> of course, because I was there. Of course, <laughs> um, I suck all of the enjoyment out of a con. See, I'm. A f- I think I do that too, because like the Vision Con that I actually went to, Sam Whitmore ended up going, but it was supposed to be Peter Mayhew. As soon as I bought my ticket. The next week, he canceled. Well, <laughs> to be fair, he had a really good reason. He did. He yeah. kind of had to go be Chewbacca. But I'm convinced that if I ever try to go to a con that Stan Lee is going to be at, he's going to drop dead as soon as I go to shake his hand. <laughs> That's uh, morbid. 
Yes, but that's my luck. Yeah, it's pretty hard to top loot the body, though. <laughs> <laughs> that I've got to give you. Yeah. I feel like that should be on a T-shirt we sell. <laughs> yes, yes. Inheriting as a slogan way, just losing the body. Well, you know, I keep I keep threatening to have merch at conventions if we ever get big enough. We need to get that on a freaking T-shirt. Yeah, get that on a T-shirt, just with a tombstone and say, "Inheritance is really just looting the body." <laughs> <laughs> it would sell, I think, too. Yeah. So we uh, we talk about more um, kind of general like ideas and stuff that have propelled the show and everything. Uh, any any specific um, episodes or uh, things we wanted to touch or revisit? Well, I've always enjoyed. I I've I enjoyed each of the Fallout episodes that we did because oh, that's yeah. one of my favorite fandoms. Mm-hmm. Anything Star Wars? Of course, I, I like the ones that we were here. Of course. Fallout 2 is my favorite Fallout episode we did, but that was because we had Ethan, too. Right, and that um, was when we did at the hotel. Room. I really wish kind of the, I really wish that you guys would play more of the damn Fallout games because having more voices <laughs> was better. Like more. <laughs> yeah, it was interesting having Ethan because, because he hadn't sorry, talked over you there. Um It was really interesting having Ethan there because at the same time he uh does uh the uh, uh, <laughs> he hadn't played Fallout 2 in like a decade too so he was also coming to it like yeah I remember this game happening at some point in time right what, what was this again <laughs> right is this the reason I, the other reason I wish you guys were bigger fans of the Fallout series is so that I could run a post-apocalyptic game because so I I'm, I'm fine with playing a post-apocalyptic Yes, but that doesn't make it any less funny. True. <laughs> I'm fine with playing that type of game. Uh, and just with video games, I have a specific thing that I want to do, mm-hmm. and I have to be in a mood for. So I still, I will occasionally play Fallout Four. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have to be in that mood, but right. for when it comes to tabletop. The game has very little to do. The game itself has very little to do with why I do it. Yeah, it's the people I'm with is why I do it. Right. So I can play just about anything and still enjoy it. Right. Which is why, no offense to Mike, is why I still play Hunter. I don't <laughs> like World of Darkness, but I still enjoy it. It seems like people either love it or just yeah, like. I, eh. I really. Am, much I am jonesing so hard to start World of Darkness. Yeah. <laughs> Well, we will. Uh, and not just because, and not just because. I hope we can record it again. <laughs> um, also, yeah, I want to see how Tiff plays a reporter. She's gonna be. She's it's gonna the, be a reporter. Yeah, her character's a reporter. Yeah. That's gonna be awesome. I have to give her some uh, some tough love on the, yeah, the role playing she's front. Gonna, because if gonna you're an investigative journalist, you cannot be timid about interactions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, it's gonna take some work to get her at our level of role play. Yeah, we just will. Uh, I, I've got an idea of things we can talk to her about. It. That's beside the point. We shouldn't really talk to anywho. Yeah. Anywho, well, uh, this is this is another part a part of what I've, I've loved about it. The digressions. We can digress and get back on track, but still have fun with the digression. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and I think that's I think that's something that's unique to us. I, I do have fun going down the down the rabbit hole. Yeah. One of my favorite episodes uh, was when we talked about. Um, some of our favorite literature and how it helped shape who we are. <laughs> you know the big takeaway from I have from that one? 
You're yeah. old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just how old you are. We know nothing of what you read. <laughs> well, it was the sheer amount of books that I had read that you guys had never fucking heard of. Well, there's, there's, a, there's, a, there's a bin formula at this point. You like, reference reference a thing, and there's there's uh, awkward silence. Okay, came out in the 80s. Awkward silence. Yeah. Okay, let me just explain what the thing okay, is. Let, let me explain this. I, if it came out in the 80s, it came out before I had... Before I was, like, conscious of the world around me. Before I had object permanence. <laughs> that was before you were six months old. Yes. If it came out in 80 friggin' 9. Yeah, and yet I, I get more references than anyone than, the, than these two do most of the time. Right? Yeah, and I keep forgetting that a lot of the things, that a lot of my geekdom, I mean, I was around when Eastman and Laird's Ninja Turtles all had the same color headband. Yep. yep. And were super violence super violent murder well another interesting thing about doing the podcast is discovering different things that um, you know we might be fans of or at least be uh, aware of that you may not necessarily know and and the fact that we live in the you know the age of the internet where you know you can dig up all this old stuff and stay current brand new stuff and all the just miss the sheer access to entertainment and uh, information and, yeah. and you know context history and all that uh, it, I will use Neil as an example here you're a big Groucho Marx fan right yeah that's pretty old well and, and to be fair I've <laughs> that's I'm great a, don't yeah. get me wrong to be I'm fair most of my knowledge of the Marx Brothers is from actually reading biographies ah. that's how that's how in depth I get yeah I shouldn't just say Groucho it's the whole team you know? yeah. well if yeah. it weren't for the I'm internet, focused primarily on Groucho yeah. yeah if it weren't for the internet and like I think it was like only a couple months ago I would have never until recently seen the Blues on First skit yeah, yeah. legendary Abbott and Costello routine oh, see yeah. yeah that was the thing I we had I, I knew the Marx Brothers because my dad had taped them on, a, uh, on VCR yeah um there's there's words that no one that, that, that <laughs> some of our audience yeah. don't get yeah um, because it was on PBS yeah. yeah, which is a it's word like that, that track, but for video. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it was a, and it was classic, and it was it was a local, it was a semi-local access PBS show. Yeah, because our PBS station had some had time for for local uh, for local programming, and is this guy who had old like laser discs. <laughs> wow, laser discs! Wow. wow, that's a deep cut. I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> Man. And would and, and would air it on PBS because almost all of it, um, they had enough of a license. The, the, the license was old enough that they could get it super cheap to broadcast. Well, yeah, and that was why I know the Marx Brothers because I grew up on that shit. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's the other interesting thing is you know everyone has their own little like you know family legacy of geekery, right? You know we have our own little context for how we stumbled across this. Costello, this so book or this show or this radio thing or this you know, game or whatever. Yeah. Oh, my, and, my parents, and radio show Hitchhiker's Guide. My parents mm-hmm. introduced me to uh, Red Skelton. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. I love that guy. Uh, Cheryl uh, Burnett show. My mom was Carol a huge fan. Carol or, Car- I said Cheryl. Yes. <laughs> 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 I grew up when that was Spanky. still on. Hey, everybody! He's a phony! He's a phony! He's a phony! Yeah, Carol Burnett, that is. Okay, have, now, we've, now we've created our own, <laughs> our own, you know, uh, our own character. I mean, our own caricature. Yeah. You know, fake Well, geek. to be fair... Um, geek police. That was, to be fair, that was a family guy reference. 
And a caricature of a character that is already a caricature. Yeah. That's an Inception stuff right there. So that's Inception level. Anyways, I haven't watched much Carol Burnett, but I loved her in Annie. There's some really great episodes. Oh, God. Yeah, to the point... Okay. Did you ever watch um, Warehouse 13? Yes. The telenovela episode? Not sure I got that far. When I was watching it, it wasn't all on Netflix. Mm. And it never was all on Netflix. So I got to see like the first two seasons. And I was like, what the hell? There's like 12 more seasons of this. Where is it? And it never was. Right. Um, to the point that one of the, one of the artifacts that they, had, that they used as a tool to help break was Harvey Corman's cufflinks. <laughs> because he was so well known for breaking character on stage. Mm-hmm. But he was working with freaking Tim Conway. I know. How do you keep a straight face? You know? well, I don't know how people how people keep a straight face in Saturday Night Live and that shit's not even funny anymore. <laughs> it was never all that well, okay, you gotta remember, um, but I especially don't don't know how anyone kept a straight face around Jim Belushi. <coughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's sick- I feel like SNL is cyclical. Yeah. It'll okay, be funny, well, with, and then it'll with, stop being funny, and then it'll become funny again. Well, the reason the funny. reason with Dan Aykroyd, you could do that when you're on stage with him, is because you were in on the joke. Yeah. With Tim Conway, you could not stay in the joke because you were. It, it was he was so funny. Because you know beyond that, and yeah, if you ever get a chance. Watch any of the Carol Burnett things. Uh, I really want to watch the Carol Burnett show. Just like, yeah, I just. By the way, that's more uh, uh, episode fodder's classic, you know, classic comedy, comedy. Yeah. stuff like that. Well, for like, instance, when she came out and uh, tugged on her ear at the end of the at the end of the episode, that was her way her, of communicating to her grand, yeah. uh, communicating to her grandma that hand was okay. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, my, yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, and it was just yeah, so much behind that and so much comedy and. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, and that yeah, that was classic stuff. I I was so glad I got to grow up, you know, watching that. I saw a lot of uh, I saw a lot of clips thanks to when I watched her get the Kennedy Center honors. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God. Did 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 you watch any clips of her doing her Tarzan yell? Ah uh, yes, I've seen. <laughs> yeah, she she could do a hell. Speaking of, of Kennedy Center honors, really cool. Um, anytime they're doing that, you should totally watch it because. Whoever they're honoring, or earned it. Oh yeah, hell yeah. And man, they're they're uh, they, when they gave Kennedy Center honors to Led Zeppelin, the living members of Led Zeppelin. At least I mean, actually no, all of that was the that was actually the really impressive thing about Led Zeppelin. None of them died while they were a band, and none of them died of a drug overdose. One of them died of heart failure later. Uh, that could have been you know weakened due to drugs, but. <laughs> Um, but, yeah, but you know, it, and, for any any other argument that I I, I counter Keith Richards. Yeah. <laughs> but they played uh, they played Stairway to Heaven mm. with uh, with Hart doing the vocals. Wow! Wow, that's cool. And I can't remember who played the guitar solo, but he looked so. Terrified, because sitting up in the balcony was the guy who did the solo. Right. Wow, that's like the most intimidating thing. <laughs> yeah, that's like, just like yeah. <laughs> let me play this thing that you're super famous for in front of you. He killed it though. Yeah, I'm okay. not sure he played it. Now. Yeah, what did he look like? 
Um, I'm just gonna look it up real quick. Say, because that could have been Satriani, that could have been Eddie Van Halen, uh, could have been Steve Vai. I would almost bet heavily on Steve Vai. <laughs> Stairway <laughs> to heaven. Um, let's see here. Who played the? I got a lot of the videos. Um, Fun little factoid while you're looking that up. Uh, Led Zeppelin, huge Tolkien fans. Yeah. Oh, yes, they were. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Incorporated a lot of that stuff into their music. Yeah, uh, classic rap battles of history. They, they referenced that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah talking about <laughs> Yeah. Don't believe me? Ask Led Zeppelin. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, da, 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 da. What were the names you listed on? Joe Satriani, Steve Vai, Eddie Van Halen. Which Sorry, I will I will find the thing. I'm just gonna be quiet for a moment. So um, Jason Bonham, the son of John, of John Bonham, the drummer, the one who died from Led Zeppelin, was playing the drums for for Zach, for Stairway too. Thank you for this ad. I don't care about. It says it was ah, it's, they can't win. <clears throat> when you don't care about them, you're annoyed. When you care about them, you're creeped out. They know too much about mm -hmm. you. It says it was composed by guitarist Jimmy Page. Mm -hmm. you're, you're looking it up too. Yeah. The person who did the you mean the the Kennedy Center solo? Because no. Jimmy Page is the guitarist from Led Zeppelin. Yes. Is the guitarist? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'm gonna get my laptop. Much a thing. Mm -hmm. I'm sick of looking at my. I'm just saying, musical geekery is very much a thing. That's a whole. Yes, other, it is. That's yeah. a whole other, you know, avenue one can yeah. explore. This is true. Whole other avenue of fandom. And yeah. again, it, it touches on some of those other things, like we're talking about, you know, rattling off, like. Now, who was the you know fourth doctor and blah 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 and like sports fans rattling off crazy statistics and games so we do the same thing with music like you know who's in what band and what you know yeah I can't when and did I, what album come out and how much did this album sell and right. you know who played what instrument and what what person left this band to become this band or this band changed their name to this band and yeah this band name and and when you when you have also a, it's like trivia like that yeah when you have a, a particular fan that, band you're a fan of like you know for me it was Van Halen after Sammy Hagar. the person who played the guitar um, for Led Zeppelin was Shane Fontaine Shane Fontaine guitarist I've never heard of um, he is apparently he was associated with Aura Byzantium Randy Van Warmer the other band Steve Forbert Lone Justice Merchants of Venus Brian Adams Mark Cohn Bruce Springsteen, John White, uh, Gr uh, Graham Nash, and Sting. There's a band just called like, The Other Band. Yes, there's a band called Five <laughs> that, I, that I recognize. And he um, played lead guitar um, for Stairway to Heaven uh, during the 2012 um, Kennedy Center Honors where Led Zeppelin got to play and uh, Jason Bonham uh, played the drums and his dad was John Bonham, who was the drummer for yeah. Led Zeppelin. See, and for me, uh, it's all... That was a nice digression. <laughs> yeah, true. I was about to say. 
my uh, digression. Yeah, of course, one of my favorites was uh, when um, Annie Lennox and David Bowie did Under Pressure at the oh, at the tribute for tribute for Freddie Mercury. Freddie Mercury. Yeah. yeah. And Freddie Mercury. So episodes. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we've talked about it. Um, I say my favorite episodes um, have. Uh, Honestly, I really like our review episodes um, yeah. a lot. Yeah. Especially our Marvel review episodes. Because those things are usually... But then again, going to the movies, mm-hmm. you know, as close to as a group as we can. Well, that's, that's I wish we could actually go as a group, but... Yeah. Scheduling, we can know. do sometimes. Schedules, yeah. I usually go with the people that, uh, that we recorded the Power Rangers episode with. Mm-hmm. And the Power Rangers episode, actually, I loved how that one just kind of fell together. Mm-hmm. Like, I was like, yeah, we could do it. Because yeah. I was like, well, I saw Power Rangers. Would people like to do an episode on Power Rangers? <laughs> um, that was... I'd like to do an episode on Power Rangers. Would people... Yeah. Yes. And, you know, I came in, and the funny thing is, is doing cons, a lot of times when we've been, we're, when we've been uh, post, you know, been recording them on Mondays, mm-hmm. on a Monday, I came back the day before from a con yep. sometimes, in order to and then come you know come right over and do and, and do that, so usually I have my geek, I have my geek my geek levels are very high. Right. Power Rangers was a, was a big example of that, but I was at a writers conference, so my geek levels were very low. Mm. <laughs> you know. Well, it was more sort of I went and saw Power Rangers because my friend Jared said, "Hey, we got an extra ticket for Power Rangers. You want to come watch it?" Sure. <laughs> I was like. I'm finally done for the day. Hey, I could go see the 10 p.m. of Power Rangers. <laughs> if I can find my way around here in Jefferson City. One of my favorite episodes. You could have called um, me. I, 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 I was Columbia. in Columbia, yeah. yeah. One of my favorite I had. I, t- I told you where things were. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of. <laughs> uh, was um, the Star Wars, or, or I should say Rogue One, a Star Wars story. <laughs> the Rogue One episode. I thought that was really interesting. There's a lot of uh, yeah, we get hard. A lot of a lot of analysis, yeah, and breakdown well, of the characters. It's and like stuff. it's like where Eagles Dare, but in Star Wars. Yeah, it's, well, it's finally I how I, I it's how I fu- I worked out the best way to describe it quickly to my mother. Yeah, uh, well, and, and I think I think the the other thing is that I think we were going through that entire episode wanting to geek out about the last five minutes. Well, that was part of it. <laughs> and we couldn't until we got to spoiler territory. Uh, yeah. It took so much restraint to not just blurt out the Darth Vader stuff at the beginning. Yeah. Oh, man. I have a friend of mine who just doesn't really like Star Wars at all and loved that movie. Yeah, well. Yeah. And well, that's yeah. what's so interesting about Rogue One. Star Wars-y movies that Star Wars has ever yeah, played. Yeah, he, 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 yeah. he doesn't consider it a Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, Wookie and I uh, play uh, a role-playing game with him. We, we do D&D on, online. I play a role-playing game with him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we game with him, yeah. We game with him. That's it's nice and vague. Is all I'm saying. <laughs> but yeah, I, I think, and I think that's the thing. Is some of the movies we can't wait to geek out about that one thing at the end. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's not even necessarily at the end. Sometimes it is is the end. But it's just spoilers in general, right? Because sometimes yeah. that cool thing Actually, that we all want to talk about is earlier to, in the movie. To think about it, the other thing I really was super happy that like probably my favorite episode as I think about it now was our Magnificent Seven review. That's a really good episode. Because it was the first review we did, mm-hmm. and it was primarily because I convinced all of you to come see the Magnificent Seven with me. I'm glad you did, because that movie kicked ass. I know, right? Well, I knew it was going to kick ass, because it had 
It had the source material. Yeah. All they really had to do for that movie was not fuck it up. Right. Yeah. Well, hey, I mean, let's not and underestimate they, Hollywood. Here. Yeah, but they yeah. did a good job of not <laughs> fucking it you up. You can say that about yeah. a lot of movies, and then they proceed to fuck it up. I yeah. think, yeah, I think, I think our... I've always enjoyed, I always enjoy our Marvel reviews, mm-hmm. you know, because, again, geek levels are high. Yeah. Uh, I think Ant-Man was one of my favorite episodes that we did of, of, of the Marvel movies. Ant-Man's one of my favorite Marvel movies. Yeah. But I think the Luke Cage episode... They've officially started filming Ant-Man too. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> and they, he's, he's, his business, XCOM. <laughs> uh, spoilers. Yeah. Um, I hold up the Blu-ray box. It's the first Blu-ray movie that I ever. That no, that's not true. I guess I bought some anime first. <laughs> but I, this was the first Blu-ray movie that I bought after I actually had a Blu-ray player. Mine was Suicide Squad. Yes, I owned Blu-ray discs before I had a Blu-ray. That player. was that was another good one. Suicide Squad was one I enjoyed. Was you know, uh, down for it. Yeah, the review because we didn't all agree on all the things. Yeah, I didn't you know. much like the movie. It's, it's worth mentioning those were just rolled into episodes. There weren't separate episodes for those specific movies. Yeah, yeah. that was all within the MCU and DCU right. and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Because what? Yeah, what we that was where we came. Where we kind of. Uh, Coined the term super orphan fight. Right. Well, Neil really coined the term, uh, and I will. Well, not really coined, but just. Use I will right. give. I will. I will give full rights to my friend Amos Hale, who's the person I heard it from. There you go. Right. He well, loves super orphan fight. Yeah. That's just that's hilarious. I feel like this is one of those things that gets passed around. Yeah. And like no one ever really knows who the the yeah. first patient zero of that. Yeah. You know. If anyone <laughs> wants to claim that we coined that term and pay me royalties for it, I'm fine with that. <laughs> yeah. I could also make a pretty good shirt, like a, an obvious knockoff of Superman with an obvious knockoff of Batman, going, you know, getting ready to punch each other and super orphan fight. By the way, is it just, just me or does it seem like the DC stuff is like the stuff that most like we have the most mixed opinions on? Yeah, DC. Man of, uh, BVS, uh, Man of Steel, and Suicide Squad. Yeah, there's a lot of differences yeah, there. But not Wonder Woman. Well, I, didn't we well, that all like awesome. Wonder Woman? <laughs> yeah, you know, I am worried about. Justice League because my problem is I don't ever want to not like the DC movies. Okay, here's what gives us hope for Justice League. J- Joss Whedon is doing reshoots. Yeah, apparently he's reshooting a lot of the movie. I, you know, I'm just cautiously optimistic. I'm not going to overanalyze it. Although I got to say, at the very least, it will have uh, Jason Momoa as uh, Aquaman. as Aquaman. Or some people on the internet are saying Aqua Bro. Yeah. <laughs> no, Jason Momoa is not a bro, man. He's. Well, the way they portrayed him in the trailer is a bit bro-ish. Yeah, he comes off a little bit bro-y, but that's okay. I feel yeah. like trailers can be deceptive, Dressed though. like a bat. I can dig it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, heck, look at Rogue One. There's so much unused footage in those trailers. Yeah. And that kind of, that was going to, the reason I mentioned Rogue One is because uh, I remember, you know, the internet was freaking out over, they're like, oh my, OMG, reshoots, it's going to suck, they're flailing. And then it came out, it was awesome, it made a shitload of money. Yeah. yeah. Reshoots doesn't necessarily mean anything. Ne- it doesn't necessarily mean anything bad. It just means yeah. that that the director. Ooh, wait, what if we like did this? That, <laughs> either had an yeah. idea, or after they had shot the scene and once they were once they were in editing, realized I don't like this at all. Yeah, because trailers are well, kind of the routine now. These bigger movies, these reshoots. Yeah. Well, and okay, you've also got going from Zack Snyder. To Joss Whedon, yeah, 
I mean, totally different approaches. You've got Zach Snyder, who directed what? A lot. Yeah. Oh, geez, we've been talking for an hour and a minute. We're just like out of time. So, yeah. Oh, sorry. The first Dothraki to really cross the ocean. But then you've got, you know, you're putting that to the to the guy who helmed the Avengers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh-huh. That's funny. And Cal Drogo's like superstitious about even like having getting into contact with a body of water, and then he plays Aquaman. Yes. <laughs> there is humor there. It's uh, a big departure. I, said, I know. I, I'm <laughs> serious. We're kind of out of time. He'd wrap up. All right. I mentioned this many times, but I still think it's hilarious that an interviewer asked him if he had to take swimming lessons for that role. <laughs> From Hawaii. The guy's freaking someone. Yeah, he's uh, like yeah. born in the water. Did, did, did he did, did he answer answer the question by looking at the at the at, at the uh, interviewer from Hawaii? <laughs> if it had been me, my answer would have been. <laughs> just, well, first of all, just I mean, stare and blank incredulously. What, what, how, what, how's how's that question phrased? Like swimming lessons? What? Yeah. Sounds like you're a, a little kid learning how to swim. Well, like, no, like I would think more like diving lessons. Yeah, I which guess. is weird because the guy who's born in in Hawaii lives in what Montana? Does he? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, uh, or Wyoming. Have you seen the pictures of him online? Uh, where it's him. Uh, I think he's wearing a suit and he's got. Body oh, the bodyguards. Yeah. No, the two bodyguards yeah, wearing a suit. Thing. He's wearing like uh, he's just wearing like a denim jacket. Yeah, yeah. and they're shorter than him. <laughs> I, well, I love the image macro that's been going along with that too, which is one of these days I want to be so I want to be as ripped as Jason Momoa, so that my professional bodyguards look like mini bosses you have to fight before you get to fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's pretty funny. Uh, so final thoughts. Final gentlemen? thoughts. Yeah. Um, it's been one year. Um, it's been a good year. I feel like we can get that. I feel like we can keep this going. Um, for a good while longer, especially if new stuff keeps happening. Um, I assure you it will. Yeah. yeah. We're good through at least 2020. Yeah, probably. <laughs> longer, if, longer if we decide to start stretching things out or revisiting topics. Or if we don't um, like our kids much. <laughs> well, I'm never going to have to worry about that. So. <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to be talking about Defenders next week, by the way. Right? Yes, we are literally going to be talking about Defenders. Uh, we will be talking about it four days after it comes out. Yeah. We can do it. Yay, ben. I have faith oh, in us. Yes. Are you kidding me? That's I our superpower. I was watching. done with Luke Cage by the end of by midday Saturday. Yeah, but you don't have a job. Yes, I do. Well, you do, but you have a day job that you can do while you're watching the thing. <laughs> you don't have a commute. Yeah. Right. And <laughs> my schedule is pretty much my own. You work from home, you bastard. I know. So, okay, um, final thoughts. Sign up for the Patreon. Yeah, um... <laughs> I, I agree with with Ethan. We probably launched the Patreon a little too soon, but as long and, as it's still there, yeah. And I'm gonna be and I'm gonna be uh, trying to retool our uh, our stuff. But if we can, it, but right now, um, do please sign up for the Patreon because here, here's the thing: if you can even give us a dollar a month, I only need another like 19 people. I only need another, another like 12 people to do that before I'm no longer losing money. On this, uh, on, on this whole thing, because it does have to feed us. I have to feed these guys, and the website ain't free. Um, 
Yes, I know, Ben. You think I paid too much for the website. <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. You had that look on your face. Actually, I wasn't even thinking. They can all see it, then. Yeah. All our viewers. All six of them? Um, um, yeah, other things. The reason I the reason I mentioned all of our social media stuff, if you listen to this podcast, could you please uh, do us the favor of, of trying to spread the word? Um, spread us like a virus. Yeah. We want to go viral. We do want to go viral. I will, we will continue making product, uh, stuff for, for you, but please tell your friends. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. I, I realize this sounds like bad, uh, you know, like, please like, comment, share, and subscribe. Uh, please do. The reason everyone asks you to do that is because they want to reach a wider audience. They want more people to know about them. Yep. Um, we are on YouTube, uh, Working Theory Productions. We are on Twitter, at Prop Theory, although pretty much the only thing we tweet is new episode alerts because I don't understand this whole Twitter thing. I really don't. Like, Twitter is not my bad. Twitter. Like, Twitter is not my thing. Um, we're on I'll Facebook. Please take a look at our... We're not twits. Yeah, we're on Facebook, uh, Working Theory Productions. Um, I have the name of the company that will be a company one of these years. Um, that's why. But that's why it's everything is under that as opposed to Geek Anthology. Um, for that matter, you can just Google search for Geek Anthology or Working Theory Productions. We are at the top of the list now. <laughs> that's right. Top we of the are, world, Bob. That's right. If you're searching directly for us, you will find us first on you on Google as opposed to something other things now. Google Okay. Sorry, yeah, that was a weird uh, little Our digression. Google is strong. Our Google Foo is strong. Book, you have anything uh, to end with? I'm good. Michael? <laughs> uh, I just, <clears throat> I think we've had a good variety of, uh, of content like we're talking about, you know, sharing different interests and stuff, and I just think uh, we're not going to run out of material anytime soon because that is just, mm-hmm. that is just got the a nature theme, of we, life. Got a themed month planned for October, by the way. Yeah, look forward to that. Little tease there. Yeah, we have. Yeah, I think we have a good slate of ideas already about you know fun uh, topics, content, Mm -hmm. etc. So yeah, looking forward to another year. All right. Well, it's still it's now one year, one hour and a half later. This has been Neil, Michael, the one true Ben, and Wookie, as always. And we'll be back next week for Geek Anthology and Defenders. And adventures, yes. This podcast is a production of Working Theory Productions. It was brought to you by the letter N and the number 48. Opening theme is Ultra Mega Hyperstorm, and ending theme is March of the Mind, both by Kevin McLeod. Interstitial this week was Passing the Blue Crown by Juan Medrano, Steppo, and Zircon over at ocremix.org. If you enjoyed this podcast or know someone who would, Please consider sharing it on your social media, sending us an email, or leaving us a comment. We read all of them. If you really enjoyed this podcast, please consider supporting us either by donating on our website or at Patreon at patreon.com slash working theory. A final thought. You're one in the bag. Next up, year two. <laughs>